Nicole. And Tessa. And Kim is here as Mr. Note. <laughs> Mr. Note. Because we're doing Dark City, baby. Sleep now. 1998. Yes. I love this movie. I sure do. Uh, Doom Biz, quickly. Do Let it quick see. before they oh, fall asleep. Oh, no. Instagram, Doom Generation Pod. <laughs> That's where you find all of our sweet, sweet movie edits. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash Doom Generation $4 a month You get all kinds of cool stuff And bonus audio um, Twitter Doom Gem Pod But really the link tree On our yeah, Instagram that's Is the, the links to, to all the things All the merches the and the things That's the place to be That's our main social media Where you're going to get the most content mm-hmm. So give us a try there And we want to say Thank you to yet another new patron, bing, Kyle. Bing, 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 bing. Welcome, welcome. What's Kyle up, is Kyle? welcome. Kyle has a podcast. It's called Recovery from Politics. Yes. So if you like to get mad about <laughs> politics. <laughs> if you want to get mad. You're you're like, all right, I, I I listened to Doom Generation. I'm all cleared out. I cleared the palette. Now it's, I'm t- it's time to get angry about some modern <laughs> fucking politics. Turn, tune into Kyle's show. Tune in. Tune. <laughs> and let's get tuned in. Let's get tune it. So the cast. Mm, right. Rufus Sewell, who you said could have been. You said it could have been Johnny well, Depp. It could have been Tom, Tom Cruise. Cruise. They were saying for a second. If Brandon Lee had lived, it could have been Brandon have Lee been, because right. this is the director of The Crow. Uh-huh, and he apparently got the idea mm-hmm. for this while they were moving sets around and The Crow gave him the idea for a moving city. Yep. And also those sets went on to be used in The Matrix. I think we talked about that yes. in The Matrix episode. Oh, yeah. Maybe we did. I think so. But anyhow. But he <clears> plays <throat> John Murdoch. Right. Uh, we have Kiefer Sutherland as Dr. Daniel Schreiber. Jennifer Connelly mm. is Emma Murdoch. Right. Uh, William Hurt is Inspector Frank Bumstead. Bumstead. He's such a bumstead. Totally. <laughs> Richard O'Brien as Mr. Hand. Uh, Ian Richardson as Mr. Book. Bruce Spence as Mr. Wall. Um, Colin Friels as Walensky. And then did you write the twins' names for Mr. Satya and Noah Gumbert as the Mr. Sleep twins. Which is the little kid one, Mm -hmm. so they were twins. And this is also Melissa George's uh, film debut as May. Oh, okay. She looked familiar, but I forgot to write her name down. I forgot that she was in this because it had been a while that I saw this movie, and I saw it when it came out. I went to see it in the theater. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that I did as well. But I know I watched this a thousand times on VHS because the boyfriend that lived with me at the time had a copy and we watched the shit out of some Dark City. I have watched the shit out of Dark City. But I had never seen the director's cut until now. And I'm telling you guys, it's it's not hugely different, but I feel like it's still superior. Like it takes out all that narration by Kiefer Sutherland over the beginning part that like sets up the story and it just lets it do its thing mm-hmm. 
It just the movie is what it is. Because, I mean, it is confusing, and it's supposed to be the first time you watch it. That's why you watch it again. Oh, you know what? You I, I must have saw the same one because I don't have anything. You don't have anything about, about that. No. Okay, mm-hmm. so you watched the same one? Nope, just in space, through the clouds, into a dark Yeah, city. there was no narration. That's <clears throat> yeah, that's all. Okay, so I must have saw the same one. But, yeah, I don't remember that being hugely different. Yeah, and it had been a while since I had watched it, but my husband watched it with me, and he was like, no, this is... He said there's a lot of scenes that seem longer. Yeah. Like later the Mr. Book fight, the mind fight yeah. that they have <laughs> went on for fight. like a long time. And there that was a lot of stuff. like it went on for kind of a long time. Like there was a lot of like mind blasting. Yes. <laughs> and they never stopped blasting. And they never stopped blasting. They did. They did stop blasting. So, yeah. So this edition just starts. We got the starry night. We drop right. into the city with the closest buildings together of any city that has ever right. existed. It's just like narrow. It's a narrow city. It is. And uh, this man stumbles down an alley. Checking his watch. Checking a pocket watch. There's Now we're in going into this building it's a motel yeah there's just like a circular porthole window which was right interesting. like it's well like everything just looks cool and why is his bathwater lavender i don't Did know you maybe he that? was taking himself taking out a on a lavender date. bath maybe he pooped in the tub i don't oh, know he poops purple <laughs> i don't know maybe he uh maybe he was doing the thing he was trying to raise diana in the tub oh he was putting all the he yeah. got the sweat of five men's thighs <laughs> Or maybe was it supposed to be pink because he was bloody from killing oh, that girl? Maybe. But it looked lavender on my television. He was having a milk bath. <laughs> it looked like a lavender milk bath to me. So John Murdoch, or we don't know who he is yet, but a man He's wakes up luxuriating. in a bath. Wakes up right. with a start light. Yeah, the, there's an overhead light and it's swinging. And we get nalgas right off oh, the Oh yeah, woo, he gets out the of jump. there. He gets out that tub and we get that. Rufus got them cakes. Oh, I know. He's he got a pretty nice. He got some nice buns. Well, I mean, it was muscular yeah. buns, Mus- muscular, muscular buns, buns. <laughs> unlike Berthold's <laughs> muscular pussy. <laughs> it was like Berthold's muscular pussy, but on, on the, the back, back. <laughs> <laughs> like a bussy. <laughs> Rufus is muscular bussy. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so he gets up and looks at the mirror. He's got a drop of blood on his forehead. Right. There's <clears> some <throat> clothes sitting neatly folded on a chair. Right. He dresses. He wanders out. He knocks the fishbowl off the table. And then he goes and like, oh, shit, picks up the fish. Saves the fish, puts it in the tub. Puts it in the water and sees that there's like a massive syringe. I don't think he even noticed the massive no, syringe. No, just we It's do. just there. Yeah. yeah like I don't think he see it, sees it. Maybe he doesn't see it. And so he goes and gets dressed and I don't, he has no memory of who he is. So I'm not sure exactly. Oh, well, he doesn't even see the body yet, right? No, he hasn't seen any of that yet, but he's looking at the shoes. And if you notice, they're brand new, like they're not Mm -hmm. worn on the bottom. And there's the suitcase with the initials KH. There's shirts and shit inside. There's a postcard. From Shell Beach. Ooh, remember that shit. Mm -hmm. If you can. (gasps) Sleep. He has a hazy memory of right. a child on a beach. Mm-hmm. He like the phone starts ringing and then it's, phone's ringing. And I don't know what this character was that Kiefer's doing. I here, know. But <laughs> he gets <laughs> a heavy, heavy breathing <laughs> Dr. Schriever on the right. phone. It's like a weird Peter Laurie thing that he's doing with this. <laughs> and did you see the thing about him that when he got the script, he thought it was meant for his dad? Oh, really? Because he was like, this is a. This seems like an old man character. This is the like kind of thing. This is, you wanted my dad. Well, and right? then well, I was confused because the thing I read said that when he got the script, he thought it was meant for his dad. 
but that also the director was not sold on him. So who sent him the goddamn script? Ooh, it's a mystery. That's the casting director, I guess. Thought if it would have been his dad, he would have had orange juice mouth instead of that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so oh, you are confused, <laughs> frightened. Remember, it's all right. It's white. <sighs> I can help there. you. <laughs> it was an experiment. 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 <laughs> So he gets this breathy message about he right. must leave now. There's people, they're coming, they're coming. I guess this is also kind of matrixy too, where he gets the phone call and he's like, there's people True. coming, you should probably go. So yes, apparently it has been known that there are some parallels <laughs> it here. It has done been known. And people have said that Matrix, Matrix ripped off some shit from this movie. And while I, I agree that there are some parallels. Yeah. I think... It's, I don't think it was in the was... it was in the fucking ether at this time. These at types this of things time, in the late late nineties. So much was about this yep. sci-fi dystopian. And everything sounded like the dial-up noise. Yeah. <laughs> so he sees the dead body finally. There's a woman with blood spirals cut into her oh, body. Oh yeah, like oh fuck shit. Now he's like, oh, oh gotta go. Yeah, he picks up the bloody knife. Sir. What? what are you doing? I know your memory has been wiped, but surely you know better. <laughs> you have some common <laughs> sense left, right? The elevator comes up as he's trying to leave, and these silhouettes Ooh, down these the hall. spooky fuckers. I remember seeing that like in the commercials when they had like the things on TV or whatever, like, oh, come see this movie. It's mm-hmm. called Dark City, and they, they would show their... The weird little strangers. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, that shit looks creepy as fuck. I want to see that. One of my favorite villains in the Buffy the Vampire series was this. They were called the Gentlemen. Oh, yeah. And they were very similar to the strangers, but they had like all silver teeth. Yeah, I've seen And I think that they might have also did a, oh, like a God, teeth chattering that, thing. Like a teeth thing. That you <clears> but I loved really them. They were ear. so creepy. But yes, these Ooh. creepy fuckers come down the hall. Oh, with the hats and they got the shing, shing. Mm-hmm. Little daggers <clears throat> sleep, and they pa- they make everybody right. pass like, out in this sleep, hotel. You can sleep. They're putting everybody down, and like it's all spooky. And uh, the what is it? Oh, he goes. He runs downstairs, and the hotel manager is like, "Oh, tells right. him he left his wallet at the automat." Yes, he wakes up and tells him that his wallet's down there, and he knows now that his name is Mister Murdoch. He mm-hmm. knows he's talking to him, right? And that he's been there for three weeks, and he shows him the ledger, and it says J Murdoch. Yeah, so he doesn't know his first name. He just knows it's Jay. Right. Something that starts with Jay. He takes the suitcase, throws it in the water because he doesn't know what the fuck. He just found a body. I don't know whose suitcase this is. And now he knows he's not KH. Right. So, so he doesn't. Yeah. I don't know what this and is. So he chucks the suitcase in the river on his way out. And he's just <coughs> right. like, I, this isn't mine. And so the manager mm-hmm. goes up to the room to be like, oh, well, I'm going to take all your shit then because you didn't pay me my right, money. Right. Like, Which he just goes. He said he prepaid up until right before I he know. walked out. So he don't owe you shit. Cash on the barrel. And like, he don't owe you shit. He walked out with his suitcase. I know. It's the end of his transaction, sir. Right. I didn't get that part. Like, what is if he comes back, he owes you money. If he wants well, to stay longer. I, mean, I guess that's why he went up there because he was like, well, he's leaving with his suitcase. So it's just, yeah, checking the room. Maybe but that's what does what he, he find? Doing. Oh, shit. The strangers. Yep. And he says, sleep now. Mm-hmm. And then he passes right out. And, and then Mr. Han finds that big old needle. Yes. He's like, oh, whoops. this means you know, something happened. Some fucking, this is a problem right here. And they go down and ask the manager, where's Murdoch? And they're like, he I, just left. You yeah, missed him. You missed him. And then they sleep now, right, and he goes yeah. back to sleep again. Mm-hmm. And uh, then now we're in a nightclub. And <laughs> Jennifer Connelly is awkwardly singing. That's not her. Oh, that's no, that, not no, this one. Oh, that's not her singing? No, you mean not that her was singing. Her? 
I kind of almost thought maybe it was. I, didn't I know even I look thought it, up, it but I too, thought it, it might have been. It never occurred to me that she wouldn't have done it, especially now that you've mentioned your theory. Yeah. Or the if it's because it's not like I mean no offense it's not like the singing was so incredible that right, I didn't believe that I was it was like Jennifer oh Connelly. holy shit that can't possibly like be it was her. good like, but oh, it wasn't I didn't like, know, like Jennifer Connelly was a singer. it was an opera you know what I no. mean I, I mean think it was she could have done it. I don't know. yeah I mean I figured she could have done at least that right but yeah no I guess it wasn't even her and so she gets a message from her husband's doctor Doctor right. Schreiber who left his card like come see me it's important that I talk. Like, that's weird. And so she goes to see him, and he's in front of this big rat maze. You couldn't What kind of doctor are you, moment? sir? Oh. What's up? In the director's cut, it is her voice. Okay, so, so the version I heard was her singing. Yeah, okay. Mia Kelsey, is who was in the Mia Kelsey, you said? Anita, Anita Kelsey Anita. was the original the singer. Okay, so they do use so so the one I saw for sure had okay. Then that must have been and and I didn't really notice the difference, but I again haven't seen the original one in a long time. That's also true. Because the one that I own is like the special edition director's cut, whatever. But that I just rented it because it's always such a pain in the ass for me to watch DVDs in my house. Yeah. So. Well, I think this is the preferred. I know obviously the director prefers because all the shit they put in for theatrical is like the company wanted mm. you know what i mean it's one of those like nobody right. wanted to do this but they made the director's us director's vision yes this is his vision <laughs> um so she goes in and like what kind of doctor is I this know, with the with rat this, maze i would be like immediately, you're my husband's doctor my husband's doctor and you're doing rat mazes <laughs> what kind of doctor are you does she never even ask him what kind of doctor what kind are of you fuckery is this do- what's he's up a psychiatrist doc? he tells her he doesn't say that but he says he's been he coming to me to. for feelings of betrayal after your marital difficulties oh she's like you heard about that but like he comes to I'm a guy with doc- a rat maze i marriage counseling Maybe she's like, wow, he's really a mess. It's a good thing her brain is scrambled because she just I woke know. up with well, this fucking she's, personality. She's because really struggling. She, otherwise, she'd be like, what the fuck? She's like, I solved the fucking labyrinth for this. <laughs> and then, the, oh, and there's I the know. labyrinth. She's Damn, got I didn't even think again. about it. Wow. She was trying to tell the rat. She was like, don't go that way. No. <laughs> so she tells him she hasn't seen her husband for three weeks. <laughs> And he tells her her husband has suffered a psychotic break and memory loss and that he may be delusional and violent. Right. If he contacts you, got to call right away. He left angry, you know. And now this part, it took me a while to figure out, like there was forever watching this movie, I thought Dr. Schreiber was like playing both sides of the, like that he, because I was like, why is he telling her he's crazy when he knows he's not? But it's because he has a little bit of that serial killer shit in him. So there is a chance because that's maybe. what he's supposed to do is kill her. That's right. what's in his thing to do. And so I think maybe he is legitimately worried that like, hey, if he calls you, maybe just let don't. me know because he doesn't know how much of that new took. memory he yeah, he got right. in there. So it does mm-hmm. make sense. But it took me forever watching it to go. Why does he keep telling her he's crazy and a killer and to stay away from him? Right. But that's why. Because I, I think he, so. maybe. there was a chance maybe he was. Maybe a little bit. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I don't know. That never really made a whole lot of sense. So anyway, John's walking around trying to figure out what is his name. Right. He goes like Justin, James, Jack. He says John. I think he says John, yeah. It doesn't strike him. Uh, all of these things and he can't figure out what none of them sound right to him. So now 
we see the cops are at the hotel with mm-hmm. this body, the dead call girl. Right. This is it's another one. And <laughs> the programmed puns in Inspector Bumstead. I Looks like somebody woke up on the wrong side oh, of the bed. Oh, sir. And like this accordion <laughs> playing. The accordion. Like, and I mean like John he, Hurt. His stuff stood oh, out as the weirdest. Yeah, that's going to be hard for me too. William yeah. Hurt. John Hurt. William Hurt. But yeah, he um, his character was the strangest in a way. Because like he was this serious, I know. stern kind of detective. Right. But then he said all these puns and he plays the accordion. And you're like. Right. Well, like that almost that kind of personality of his almost kind of starts to unravel a little bit as he's confronted right. with the like, well, maybe I don't know what any of this is. When he mm-hmm. talks about the accordion later, mm-hmm. I remember this, but I don't remember when I got it. And like you carry it in your car. That's right. That seems like a lot to, to lug do. around. You just never know when he needs to break out into a polka. Yeah. You just, hey, if you're Weird Al and this guy. <laughs> Those are the only two people. Inspector Frank Bumstead. Those are the two people that have to have the accordion at all times. (laughs) Beautiful carved. I know it's. I've never seen such a beautiful accordion. I've never seen many accordions. If I knew somebody in elementary school who played the accordion, so I've seen a few. I know somebody that plays the accordion. You don't check out them accordions, girl. Well, like not. I haven't seen many. Like I said, I know one person. I've seen a. I've seen Am a in real life accordion, accordion, maybe a concertina, oh. a squeeze boxer too. <laughs> 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 Mama played the squeeze box. So John heads down to the automat where uh-huh. he left his wallet, which is a vending station, little building full and this of sandwiches. Is a weird, like they sandwich got like wall. a sad apple and a sad <laughs> carrot and a sad. And they just stick his, they stick his wallet in there, but then like he has to pay to get it out, right? Like his wallet's in That's there. That's his wallet. He doesn't have any money, dumbass. <laughs> doesn't have any money in the wallet the vending machine. And so the cops come in, and he's panicking to get the wallet right, out. Like, like I gotta fun. get out of here. Yeah. So he thinks real hard, and boop. Yep. All of a sudden, mind powers. Mind powers. See, bursts it out. Gets his wallet. He's trying to rush out, and they stop him. Oh, these fucking cops. You know how we feel. You know how we feel about it. So anyway, they harass him. And May comes in from She's outside. She's like, don't you have anything better to do? There's a killer out there. Like, yeah. Here standing with him. We know. He's right there. Dare to kill her, B. And then she takes him right, right to her She's room. She's like, come with me. What? She, they didn't even agree. He didn't, didn't agree anything. He didn't. Yeah, there no. was no transaction I don't discussed. remember there being a conversation that he was coming up for that. Maybe in the memories that he doesn't have. Well, no, but she didn't know him. She didn't. No, like she, she asked him. his name. She yeah. didn't know him beforehand. She was just being friendly because she's working. <laughs> yeah. All right. Anyhow. So Bumstead's back staring at the body still. Right. Talking about this is the sixth body. Mm-hmm. He goes up to room 614. Uh, he talks about how Walensky's got the heebie-jeebies. Or whatever, because he was the one working on the case. Oh, but first, before Walensky comes in, the goldfish. So he sees the goldfish Mm. and is like, well, tell me this. What kind of killer stops in the middle of killing someone to save a dying fish? See the dead woman on the bed with the spirals and the torso, whatever. And then, yeah, he goes in and sees the fish. He's like, why would... Why would you do that? Like, you're in the middle of this, you broke a fishbowl, and you stopped to save the fish after you massacred this woman? Right. Okay. And... Now that another cop comes in talking about like we've wasted a bunch of time because of Walensky. And speak of Walensky. Here he comes screaming like they're watching us. Can't you see? 
And yeah, you don't really know what is he yammering no, about. No, he's just screaming about some shit, and they're like, "We need to stop him." With like, so now it's clear that Bumstead's like inherited this case. Yes, he's going to replace Walensky. Right, because he's lost his marbles. <laughs> lost me marbles. And he goes into his office to see he has scribbled on all oh. these papers. They're tacked up all over the walls. It is a Charlie Day miss. It sure is. And the fingerprint results are back and he's like, is this some kind of joke? Because the fingerprint is like an actual it's like spiral. A spiral. Well, then he also finds the mouse traps. Oh, yeah. He's notes. like, oh, yeah, yeah. He's like, okay. He's a little paranoid. So, yeah, that's what he says, the spiral. And I guess, I guess it's because it's the spirals. So that must be part of his evolution. It must be because they mention it too, like the, the spiral. strangers yeah. are looking at his hands and whatever. Anyhow. That's why he's in tune with he's everything. He's in tune. So Emma shows up to file a missing persons report right. and they he's send like, her to go, Bumstead. Go back to the front yeah, desk. Yeah, he's like, he's I like, don't do that. No, they told me to come see you because my husband is John Murdoch. And he's like, oh, oh let me have a conversation with you. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Allow me to ask you a few questions. Uh huh. Let me go Columbo on your ass. <laughs> so you'd say uh, I can't do Columbo. And so she's like, he goes, "Why didn't you report this before?" Well, she thought he just left right. because she cheated on him. So she yeah. wasn't really thinking he was missing. She just thought that he left because he was mad. And then he mentions, like, "How long have you been married?" She's like almost four years. He's like, you seem really uncomfortable. Yeah, she's with your like ring. playing with her ring the whole time, like spinning it, kind of pulling at it, whatever. Right. And she's like, I never take it off. And he's like, oh, okay. That Seems was a weird, weird thing for him to notice. Because mm-hmm. he also notices the cop. He's like, your shoe's untied. Like, yeah, nothing there's escapes a weird his thing eye. With the shoe's untied, too, where I'm not sure what the. Like, it's just because he notices everything. And then later on, when he starts to realize that, that his, shoes, cop, are untied, his shoes are yeah untied. i don't know i guess that's that's symbolism i'm not good at that symbols <laughs> you gotta be real blunt with me you just gotta hit you in the you face got, with yep. it. it's like nicole <laughs> like like on uh what you call it what, what was the one we just did what with you Dustin? Call it? mother may i sleep with oh yeah you gotta hit me with the toilet lid <laughs> yeah. i gotta beat you, you gotta beat me in the face with a cutting board, board. yes <laughs> I do not understand the symbolism. A solid hickory charcuterie board. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a salt lick. And he shows her this list of all these women's names. And she's like, I don't know who any of these people are. Did my husband, is he suspected of killing one of them? And she's like, like all of them, girl. Girl. Right. Yeah, damn serial killer. <laughs> he could be. And he's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. She gets up like I shouldn't have come here. He's like, oh, I was just playing. I'm just, just playing. playing. Hold on. I'm hold not on, accusing him of multiple murder. No, 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 no. We're no, good. No. We're good. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> so <laughs> then John's with May, and she just she gets she's, naked. She's gonna slip into something a little more comfortable with a killer on the loose. She invited <laughs> the damn killer up <laughs> in her house. Come on up and fuck me in the ass. Yes, because <laughs> you don't look like a killer. Right? You don't seem like the type. Like, how would you know? You got your kid in there? Little girl peeking out. I oh, know. come on now, ma'am. Well, before the little girl peeks out, she asks him, like, what's his name? He's like, oh, but wallet. John. John. My name's John. Oh, isn't that? That's appropriate. Yeah, that's appropriate. No, whatever. And he's, um, don't you think it's dangerous what you do? Like, how do you know I'm not the killer? And she's you like, don't you don't seem, seem like, like the, the killer, killer type. type. And then that's when the kid pokes her head in and he's like, oh, I got to go. Uh, this just <laughs> got weird. I'm out of here. He's out of here. And she's all, oh, shoot. Right? Really? She probably beat that kid. She's like, get the fuck back in there every time you come in here. You <laughs> I know. You're always shit. scaring my damn Johns away. 
We're not going to eat tonight. I did read something also that they left a lot of like where there's different eras of things happening because they didn't want the time frame to be specific. So like it seems like the 20s or the Mm -hmm. 50s or the 80s, like you're really not sure based on everything that's happening. I did see that, that they were like, they worked well, a little too heavy into the. 40s i guess at one point they're like oh "Oh, we gotta throw some other shit in here because now it's just a period piece (laughs) so john's out there with a shell beach postcard looking up at this billboard for shell beach Mm -hmm. he makes his way up to it which did he think he was gonna find the beach on the billboard? (laughs) i don't know maybe he could see it from there i'm not sure he's like maybe that's what it was he's He's like like, let me get to higher ground she's pointing ahoy she's doing an ahoy (laughs) thing whatever maybe her arm points to the beach doing an ahoy thing that's what that's what this is (laughs) waving's called an ahoy thing right (laughs) yeah waving ahoy yeah it's ahoy hoy and all those killer newspaper clippings those were what in his coat or something yeah he pulls out a bunch of fucking newspaper clippings from his jacket i guess and like you carry those around on you while you're killing people i guess these strangers are obviously not good at no they're not (laughs) building personalities well because they don't Mm-mm. That's why everyone's all weirded out and weird. Yes. That's why Bumstead plays a weird accordion. Because <laughs> they're still, still <laughs> They're like, they're, what is this thing? I want to see somebody do it. I'm going to make right? this an important thing. Like, <laughs> I found this in someone's memory. This Please. is a snarf blast. I want to see what this is. So the they, the strangers come at him up on the billboard. So he's up on the billboard panicking about being the killer when the strangers appear. Right. They tell him like, sleep. And they don't work. Oh, yep. Uh, he says, it seems you have discovered your unpleasant nature. Mm. But yeah, that's what he says, sleep. It doesn't work. So they pull out that shing, shing. <laughs> that makes that sound. <laughs> they're, they're little daggers. Shing, shing. I know. And then now they discover that he can cue. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guess what letter that is? You'll never know. He can cue. <laughs> he can cue. <laughs> So you may notice when you watch this film that every time somebody <laughs> says tune, it took me years. It took me years to hear the word what tune the because they, they pronounce it so I, weird. Well, that I just, just I thought it would it could be a made up word. Like cue. why not? He can <laughs> It's just a sound. He can skew. He can tune. <laughs> and so they realize he can move shit with his mind. He can make right. things different with his mind. Like the Matrix, only it's not a computer game. It's only a, or not, not game, but whatever. The Matrix. It's not the Matrix, but yes, he can change things with his mind. Yes. So he um, puts a hole in the floorboards. They fall through, or mm-hmm. one falls through and gets like hung on the ropes. <sighs> yep. Uh, John falls, grabs the ropes, and he pulls the fucking arm with the on yeah, the, the billboard gears. to chop off the oh, back of Mr. Quick's Billy head. Miles, karate chop! And then it's time for jellyfish and jellyfish oh. and jellyfish. Fucking <laughs> 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 tendrils! It that comes sound. out like the faculty. Oh yeah, <laughs> the faculty. And this is where you realize these men are it's got a fluke mouth. More yes, they Butthole. are more than not human. They are some sort of little jellyfish <laughs> piloting dead bodies. Yes, which they will They're, tell you later, just to confirm. Right, they'll they'll let you know. They'll he's let gonna you know. he's gonna set it all up and knock it down for you later. Because he basically kills all of them if they were human, but only Mister Quick dies because his jellyfish died. Because <laughs> like he <laughs> fucks the rest of them up. He hangs one. He does, and they're all there later. Well. Oh. That one got hung, 
And then I want to say, oh yeah, I guess so because one gets squished between buildings, but he gets like, but he got squirted little, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he got, got his jellyfish got squirted out. That's not bug. It's squirt. <laughs> oh, that was my brains. <laughs> so yes, and then there, and then you go back to their lair, the stranger's lair. Ah, oh, yes. And there's this big metal face, and oh. it's all fucking cool looking. But yes. there's, it gives me cone heads. Yes, the coneheads <laughs> when they're in their <laughs> home planet, <laughs> and they're in that like court or whatever mm-hmm. where they're all stacked up. It's that same shit. <clears throat> we come from France. Yes, only they don't come from France. No. We don't know where they come. We don't from. know where they come from. They don't. And, and um, they're they discussing might. this man, John Murdoch. Who oh can yes, tune. he can tune. <laughs> <laughs> And everyone but Mr. Quick is down there because they're right, like, what happened cool. to Mr. Quick? Oh, no more Mr. Quick. <laughs> I can't even make that Does sound. Does Mr. Book know? Mm. Like, yes, of course he knows. Everybody knows because everybody has a sh- shared mind. And then you find out, well, you kind of already knew the doctor worked for them, but right. they're he's, like, oh, the doctor's not reporting back in. So. He's somewhere else. Mr. Quick dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, so now Mr. Book is like, Oi, Mr. Oh. Knight. Oi, oi, you oi. go east. Like a Scott song face. starts and then it's like a totally different right. movie. <laughs> Mr. Face goes west. Mr. Glove goes south. Mr. Shade goes north. And he puts him on the job of finding the man. We must possess him if we are to know anything. <laughs> so That's they not head out to find John. Right. In and the meantime. Bumstead. Oh, yeah, Bumstead's bringing Emma home. Right. And, and she's sh- asking if her husband could really have committed those murders. Right. He's like, well, I hope I'm wrong. but And neither one can really see. He's like, well, do you think so? And she doesn't answer. Right. Then, like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, this whole thing is weird. And she so, goes home and takes a shower and finds him waiting. John waiting for her. Right. And she's like, are you punishing me? And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Right. He's like, I found these keys. I assume I live here. Like, what are you supposed to be? My wife. And if you've never seen this movie before, if this is a first time watch, this is, I think, only where you realize he doesn't remember. He really doesn't remember. Like, as far as you know, he's a serial killer who's Mm -hmm. just running from being, you know what I mean? Like, the only thing you don't know is he didn't know his first name. Right. But you don't know if that's like, but he he fully doesn't doesn't remember his life. Right. Or does he? Or does he? I don't or know. Or what is there a mm-hmm. life? What does he remember? So yeah, he just found those keys. He assumes he lives there. And I, are you supposed to be my wife? He's like, what's that supposed to mean? He's like, well, no, I mean, you know. Like, but literally, are you supposed to be my wife? Right. He's got like one eye on her. <laughs> the other the eye. <laughs> the other eye on something else. On something else. <laughs> don't tell me you can't have a lazy eye and be attractive. Because oh, Rufus I know. Sewell is still an attractive man. So oh, y'all yeah. don't let it get don't let it get you down don't if you got that lazy eye. Down. If you look like Rufus Sewell. I got one sleepy eye. I got one that goes a little. Yeah. I don't have one that goes another direction, but I got one eyelid that won't open as much as the other. So it always looks like I'm kind of winking at you. <laughs> I don't know if you could call the eye lazy, but it's easily distracted. <laughs> Mine's just tired. It's tired. This was just the one wants to close a little bit more than the it's other. Always looks like a it's from in high school when you sleep in class, but you didn't want to get caught. Oh, right. right. I trained one eye to stay open. <laughs> the only skill you've retained from high school. And I can answer questions in my sleep if you say my name. <laughs> if you say Nicole and I, my head is down on a desk, oh my God. I'll be like, what? <laughs> Even I'm, gonna, I'm, dead I'm just going to hang around here until you fall asleep and, and just find out. That's like, Nicole. And I'll be like, yes. <laughs> No, I have no what recollection is the of it the next day. Of 37. 
that I'm just not gonna know the answer to that. You or will you? Oh, maybe oh, in my sleep. It can if you can mune. <laughs> if you can zoom. <laughs> so she gives him the doctor's card, tells him this dude's looking for you. Explains right. I had an affair. You were angry at me. The police like, are looking for you. He's like, yeah, I saw that. Those like killer stocks the street. I saw those headlines. They were all in my pocket. <laughs> it was a little weird. And he tells, and why he tells her this, thinking she's a stranger. I met a right. call girl tonight. Right. And I went with her to test myself to see if I could really do all those things. But I didn't kill her. Right. And she's like, oh, I know. I believe you. Yeah, it's cool. And then he looks outside and sees there's what's that car? That car you came car in. You She's like, oh, that's just that the inspector. Just the cop that dropped it. What? You just said the cops think he's a goddamn killer. I Why know. Are you not the concerned? cop, the, like the one that just dropped me off, are, are looking for you. Yeah. The, oh, the on. one that's still parked out there. Yes, he's, he's right outside. He's probably in here now. And, and he there he is. is. There the inspector. There the bumstead. And she blocks him. She's like, no. Right. She saves him. No, run. And he tells Bumstead that a group of men is after him. Right. He tells him about, yeah, the dudes. And that's when he's like, why would you believe me, though? And then he just starts jumping fucking floors full of stairs. Oh, my God. They descend this fantastic staircase. And he he uses his, I put runing. (laughs) His runing to make a door. He did a little nune. He did a (laughs) nune. Built a door. Draw a door. But with your mind. (laughs) But with your mind. Knock three times. With your mind. And Bumstead loses him, but he finds the drop doctor's card. Oh, shit. Now I'm going over there. And before we get into the next part, we're already at 32 minutes. Holy shit. We love this movie so much. This is, okay, let me give you a little behind the scenes. Normally when we watch movies, number one, we don't watch together, but it doesn't matter because we both take about 15 breaks (laughs) in a two-hour film to go do other things. But this movie... I watched this. Sh- I watched it all the way through. I man. would I have couldn't get up if it didn't. If it didn't get too late to finish it, yeah. I would have finished it. Because this was I one was I like, didn't take no smoke breaks. I'm nothing. I was I'm like, good to go. I was into but it. It was getting too late. So. Well, before we get into the rest of it, before it gets too late, take a quick break. Do it. Be right back. We're <laughs> back. <laughs> And we're in a speeding cab. I know the ghost of Christmas past has picked up John in his <laughs> right. speeding cab. Niagara Falls, Frankie. But he doesn't want to go to Niagara Falls. No, he wants to, he go, wants to, to go to Shell Beach. Shell Beach. He notices the snow globe on the dash. And he's like, you know the way? He's like, yeah. Me and the missus spent the honeymoon there. Oh, but I don't remember how to get but there. I can't quite remember. He can't That's remember weird. how to get there after all. And so, so then we got Bumstead is meeting with Dr. Schreiber. Mm-hmm. He's late for an appointment. So, you know, I can't I don't have time to talk to you, but I can head shrink you right now. Yes. <laughs> and he tells Murdoch or he tells him that Murdoch doesn't strike him as a killer. And he right. tells him I can tell when someone's lying to me. And that's yeah. when he head drinks him. Right. He's like, well, actually, uh, it's rather lonely. <sighs> I <sighs> am the one. He should know about number one guy lives. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> he got them grissom breaths. He sure do. I didn't even think about it. He got them grissom breaths. Did. And John has arrived and sees mm-hmm. Bumstead leaving and follows Schreiber right. to this like public bathhouse pool. But he goes in his chonies, his full like full length torso covering chonies into the water. Yeah, right. His button down. Yeah. Uh, vestments. Maybe that's how you wash your underclothes. You just go I- in and. Well, I don't know. This is a weird place. It is. 
<laughs> and Mr. Han comes in to find him. Mm-hmm. They're mad at him. for And for being in there because they don't like moisture. They have an aversion to all this moisture. moisture. And they want to know why he failed to report in. They found this needle right. that you he dropped. Like, he woke up during the imprinting and now he only has memory fragments. And he was like, but John, can you? and murdoch hears all of this and he hears um, them saying he's gonna get imprinted again right and he finds the case full of needles and he grabs one Mm -hmm. and hands like we'll talk again after tonight's puning (laughs) (laughs) mr hand leaves and moves the ladder what a fucking right like they're so childish you are childish sir for someone who was never a child you are childish mr han i know like he doesn't even have human emotions and he's pranking people over here right who does he think he is well he was the one that wanted to know what it felt like Mm -hmm. to feel he does (laughs) it's so riffraff the character the voice that's just because i was watching the interview with him that pretty much what he sounds like that's just how he is yeah he gets hired for those roles because that's just him right so bumstead goes to see his old pal walensky yep He's his wife spirals all in. over yeah. the fucking place she's crying oh Ooh, squish, squish, squish. and he asks him what happened nothing happened i've been riding in circles thinking of circles you know whatever. there's no Everything way out circles there's no way out of here and he's like that's not my wife i don't know <laughs> who she is none of this is real we're all dreaming does he <laughs> sound like that <laughs> kind of <laughs> It's like Kim's Kim's uh, parallel to she. The, she says this movie makes her think of Roger Rabbit, right? Because of so the doctor's got big uh, judge vibes. Mm-hmm. We've got Jessica Rabbit in the lounge singer Emma. Right. Uh, but here's another one. We got him doing his best, uh, his best, best. Uh, Eddie Valiant. <laughs> gotta get Eddie. She's not my wife. <laughs> I don't know who she is. Eddie Valiant. Yeah, I don't even know if that's how he talks. I don't know. But I know he, <laughs> he had like a Brooklyn kind of thing happening. I don't know what this is. It was all just a big joke. Everything. Yeah. Nothing he, happened. He's, Did you see something, Eddie? Something related to the case? <laughs> like there was no case that ever was. It's all a big joke. I don't know. What and then he got a little Christopher Walken. <laughs> the never was a case. <laughs> And we see Schreiber hobbling down an alley. John's following him because, you know, hobbling and heavy breathing. You never find out what's wrong with his face or his leg. Nope. He's got a but weak he's got a weak heart. <laughs> and I guess that makes and your eye weak. wonky and your leg wonky. He can't even breathe out of his eye. <laughs> he can't breathe out of his eye. That's why he, he can't breathe like in his eye like that. deviated eye symptom. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a deviated eye. <laughs> it, makes, it makes it hard to breathe. <laughs> And he sees uh, Murdoch sees a door appear in a wall, and he right. goes in, and the door disappears. Yeah, and Schreiber gets in this like egg ma- mine cart. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck. The fucking egg mine. It's cart. like he gets in a little Whoa. mine cart. Wow. I know they at least made it fun, right? Interesting, because I don't. Huh? Those were puppets. Oh, that they had to go. Oh yeah, that would make sense. Like okay. little miniature. That's cool. And the strangers are going through he- all the humans' personal effects, like an assembly line right. of—I don't even they're know. They're like manufacturing and farming memories. Like yeah, that's what it seems like they're doing. They're like putting things together, like the things that go into people's homes. Yes, like they're all the sorting them all out. Chotch keys. It seems so weird to me that they can tune. <laughs> Wait, that they can <laughs> fune. <laughs> Do you mean you? Yes. <laughs> but that they have to manually dress and place 
You know what I mean? Like you can move buildings with your mind. Oh, you can, yeah. but why are you physically going in and like dressing people? Because they show them doing they that. They like to. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> so I the doctors chatter. building memories, and he's like mm-hmm. sniffing them. I know. What are you smelling mm. memories for? Oh yeah, he's like this one's <laughs> a touch of unhappy <laughs> childhood, <laughs> a dash of teenage rebellion. It just looked like he was sniffing it. He's just heavy breathing. Actually, he seems like he's in his bag right now. He's like, oh mm, yeah, he's into it. I am the memory master. Here he I is make a memory. <laughs> <laughs> she wrote a song about it. You want to hear it? There it went. There it went. <laughs> you just heard it. I you didn't it get you. a say in it. We didn't wait no. for the answer. No. You heard the song. That's how yeah, it went. That's it. So yeah, he's it. sniffing out all these memories. He's sniffing up all these. And Mr. Book comes for him. Right. Mr. Book comes. He for do. Him. He strings him up right. well he's with like, his ah, mind. Da, 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 da. Yeah. His, yeah. He's holding like, him upside down, mm-hmm. questioning him about John. Right. And he's like, I don't know. Maybe don't he know evolved. What, I, Maybe what you're looking for. Maybe he's what you're looking for in your search for the human soul. So this is where we discover this is what the strangers are looking right. for. They're trying to learn about what makes us us. Yes. And so maybe you found what you're looking for and it's going to bite you in the... <gasps> and he drops him. It's time to loon. <laughs> and Mr. Book does not believe a simple human could develop the ability Psh. to cue. To be him? This shit is stupid. <laughs> It's going to be like 20 minutes of just us saying tune in different fucking ways. We only got 26 letters. <laughs> and we didn't go know. in order, so I don't, I don't know which know. ones Three we Three of them sound already. the same. Uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> the clock strikes midnight. It is time. It is time. Yeah, shut it down. And they all move into position under the big metal face. Mm-hmm. And the face opens and this big clock comes out. Right. They get to chatter and like in. The and pageantry like, with these I know. Creatures. Like what they built this shit? Like you, what do you need all this for? What does time mean to you? Is this the city they built on rock and roll? <laughs> <laughs> I did not hear any rock and roll happening in this city. Maybe so that's no. what they think it is. Maybe. That's but yeah, like there's a lot of uh, like it's like glass paneling and like bing bong and like what do they know what a clock is and why do they look like hellraiser demons or something like Ooh, like cenobites yeah cenobites delicious. C- cenobites mm. i'm gonna get some <laughs> i want some give me a warm cenobite oh oh i got such snacks to show you <laughs> <laughs> and like when everybody falls asleep how do all the vehicles magically come to a slow stop without crashing because they're <laughs> and how when everybody wakes up every single night like this in the middle of the street, do people not go, hey, were isn't you- that weird that we just woke up in the middle of the street? Right. Well, everyone just seems to go. Yeah, they just go with, with what it. They're doing like the cars start again. Yes. It's all just how it go down in Dark City. So everybody falls asleep. <laughs> and I swear that hot dog stand was from the crow. Did you see the hot yes, dog stand? I did. Yeah. And I thought the same thing. Perhaps it was. And John's freaking out, trying to wake everybody right. up. But like, He's like, hello, yeah. what the fuck? He's trying to wake people. He's yelling into the silent night. And the keening commences. <laughs> yes, the big metal gear comes up. And, and there's like a big fake globe, which later I, you're like, why is it a globe? Why? You're not I don't on know Earth. What any of this shit is Nicole. I don't why know what they want. Why is their mind machine a globe? They're not on a fucking did they, globe. Did they flat get that Earth from baby? A, right. That's what. The, why is, is it this a what flat Earth, Earth model? Is this what they think? Oh God! Did they get it from this? Oh, is that where the conspiracy comes from? Like from we're all been city. abducted and like we're really on just a flat Earth. I likelier believe that. I will. I likelier <laughs> believe that. <laughs> I'm also ignorant. 
And John's <laughs> watching these fucking buildings pop up all right, over the he's city. Like, oh fuck! What the hell? And um, did you notice that when they're all making their chattering sound, Mr. Book doesn't do that? No, he doesn't. The leader doesn't uh-uh. need to click his teeth together. <laughs> I guess not. He doesn't have any. Uh, but yeah, we do pan into his eye mm. and we see that pulsating. The little yeah. mouth creature. Little jellyfish man. Behind. Jellyfish, jellyfish. Uh, so now the strangers you and the see doc. setting up the city again. Right. They come out again and they're changing things around. And he's like the, the doc is like the human consultant. Yeah. and But like they're doing this with people all over the city. They've got I all know. these strangers dispatched to all these different places. They're physically right. dragging people from one location mm-hmm. to another, redressing them. Well, not everybody, though, because when they wake up. Not everybody. Still, right. Some of them are still. still yes. no, they're only doing. They're choosing certain people but like, to like do experiments so on. The doc is only doing some of the injections. That yeah. you see the strangers doing it. So he there's something he don't have to be there. He, well, he's, he makes that's the, true. the potion. He's making all of the things. But they know how to administer well, he's it. He's also weird. Like he's, he's probably creepy. a part of him that like because he's a scientist, the only thing he remembers is being a scientist. He wants to see what happens is when that he does he's this. just he might as well do some experiments while we're out here. But yeah, I still think it's weird that they have to manually do anything when they can just like wish a hovel into a mansion. Like they just think well, about this shitty house and it turns into well, a mansion. But you had to walk in and dress it. these people in their well, fancy clothes. That's true. Because they like to. Weird. They want to. So the lower middle class, we they're people learning. we saw like arguing. Right. Now they're rich. They're and I don't get. He makes this. The doctor makes this comment about the rich get richer. They weren't rich. They, yeah. They were poor. <laughs> they got rich. I mean, I guess he's being. <clears throat> I don't know. I, ironic. And duh, and then I have a note here because remember in Baron Munch- Munchausen when I'm like this Moon City reminds me of something and I can't yeah, think oh, what it is. This. It's fucking this. Hilarious. I was like, oh duh, when all these buildings the are, moving are moving around, yeah, uh-huh. it's this. I do like that. And John confronts the doctor in the street, smacks him across the street with brainwaves, <laughs> right? Wapa pow with my mind. And he's like, ooh, you have their power. Oh, oh wait, but first we gotta talk about that the close up of that needle. Oh, that, that it was like a yard long yeah, or whatever. That's what is a yard for us? Three feet? Mm-hmm. Three feet in a yard. <laughs> I always think of three We also gigantic. use yards. <laughs> I know. I think of, uh, um, what was it? Like a picture of three gigantic feet in like a front yard. Uh, <laughs> I remember. <laughs> really? Yeah. I don't like, know why. I just remember that it's three feet in a yard because I don't know. Because it's something that they told I you I saw it somewhere times. and now that's the only thing I can ever think of. That's three funny. Lar- large feet, like big feet. In a yard. But yeah, that close-up of the needle, they built a yeah. yard-long needle. A yard-long needle. For that close-up. Right. Anyway, so John confronts the and he knocks him down. And uh, he's like, oh, you can do that thing. You have their power. <laughs> That's how they bu- they change the buildings. I can teach you to control it. Right. But he's like, nope, we got to get Well, they're coming, here. so he's out of there. And like the doc goes full Velma. Talking about, I can't see without my glasses. <laughs> Jinkies. <laughs> Jinkies. <laughs> <laughs> And now as Mr. Hand approaches that the time starts again. Mm-hmm. Everybody, everybody wakes, wakes up and goes about their new or old business. And they, they find the doctor and he tells him John just attacked him. And he broke right. my glasses. He broke my glasses. And then you see like the inspector and you see like a weird spiral in his coffee. Ooh. Which I guess that's something that is in the director's cut and not in the theatrical because the director wanted these like weird things after the tuning to show that something f- happened mm-hmm. like for the and that was the spiral right, like a, was a, a thing clue. where like what the fuck just happened nothing happened that should be making my coffee right. spin right now 
Hmm. So anyway, and then Emma seeing in the club again and Bum says they're watching. And this is where I was like, okay, she looks real uncomfortable yeah. as a nightclub singer. Right. And it never occurred to me until this watch through because I don't know. I I probably haven't watched this since I was in my 20s, maybe. I don't, yeah. I don't know. It's been a while. Maybe in my 30, early 30s. Mm-hmm. It never really occurred to me that she has been this person for a matter of hours or maybe maybe days. Day, yeah, days. So like she was not a nightclub singer. Right. We don't know so what she was before she was Emma, but she hasn't been this for very long and she's right. not a nightclub singer. So, so it I makes think, sense that she would be uncomfortable. So yeah, her her body movements are like she's Yeah, she kind of She's shy, but she's dressed like she's not. Right. You know what I mean? She's dressed for the part. Right. She she's looks singing, the part. but she looks the part, but her whole body language is like what the fuck am I doing here? <laughs> like why am I doing this? Why I don't am be doing I this. here? Yes. So Mr. Book is back in uh, instructing what? Oh, instructing for the night's tuning, like right, telling He's them talking what about to do. the experiment, and he was like, "We're gonna do some shit over here down on Avenue M." He's like, "Well, there is no Avenue M. We couldn't complete it because there was a disturbance, Murdoch. a lack of control." Murdoch is much more powerful than we thought. Becoming like us, we have to become more like him. The doc will implant Mr. Hand with John Murdoch's memories so he can find him. But remember what happened last time. It didn't go well. Poor Mr. Yes. We haven't forgotten. And so they go ahead and fill up Mr. Hand's head with John's (laughs) fake memories. Fill it on up. It took so many watches of this for me to really grasp because I kept forgetting the whole these are not John's memories. Right. It's like so looking it's like, at John's memories, but these, but these aren't, aren't John's, John's memories. Because <laughs> like, you never see what are his real <laughs> memories. So right. that's all we know is the right. Shell Beach John. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so that's they use that. And it part of these memories is the killing of all of these women. So yeah, those are part of it. So that was supposed to have been him, but it was Mr. Han. He gets a little visual of himself and he doing the killings it. and he likes it. Is oh. it done? Oh, yes. I have John Murdoch. In mind. <laughs> <laughs> Already with the dad jokes, I Mr. Know. Hand. Yeah. What did he get that from? Right? The, from that from the memories. Did uh the doc put it in there just to be a dick? He was right? like, watch this. Watch this. No hilarious. one got it. He's the only one that thought it was funny. They don't have senses of humor. <laughs> so then John's trying to figure out who's KH. He's looking right. at the Shell Beach postcard. Who sent me this postcard? Carl. Carl Harris. Oh, KH. Yeah, that's K-H his suitcase. And I Company Fisheries. And he remembers the suitcase. He tears a page out of the phone book because. Oh, you mean the assassination coordinates? Right. <laughs> He remember tore out the assassination coordinates. Remember when we used to just give everyone our assassination coordinates? It was coordinates in the book. All the time. In the book. And now the hotel manager is the newsstand guy. And he says right. he's worked he's there like, for 25 years. And he's don't like, you? Hmm. okay, that's weird. And the strangers are just flying around the city being creepy. <laughs> you they know go how find they May. And she's like, I don't know him. Right. And he, she doesn't know where he is. And John's on the subway. Trying to get to Shell Beach. He's looking at the green line. That's the last stop. He can't quite get there. It's the express. It's not the express. And then the express does not stop. It just keeps no, on going. He's like, well, why didn't it stop? He's like, well, that one's the express. <laughs> and Walensky's down there and he's like, you can't get out. Right. I've tried. There's no way out. And you're the one they're looking for. Right. He knows. And he tells him he also woke up while they were changing things. Yes. And that he was a cop, at least in this life. And they steal memories and move us around. And yeah, he says that one of us, that sometimes we wake up and then they come for you. He's like, I figured out a way out, though. 
and jumps right in front of the subway train. Yeah. So back at the Murdoch's house, the strangers are looking through all their stuff. And when now he's Mr. Hand's calling him we. He refers right. to them as we now. As we. Well, that's I feel like they all said we. Like I f- I didn't notice it until he oh, got the memories I felt implanted. Like they were saying we like the yeah no, the but now he's calling we, he's, he's including saying, John in the yeah, we now. I think that's correct mm-hmm. because they were using we because they are a we. they're a hive mind they're right. a we. <clears throat> but yeah, so he goes to find uh, Emma sitting on a bench by the water, and um, he starts a conversation <laughs> about memories not being your own and right. the torment of this existence or no she says that about her memory not being her own and the torment right. of her existence and or no I can't I don't know but he one says, of them says something, something about like <clears throat> but wouldn't it be awful if like none of nothing none, was your yes. own and everything was a hive mind and she was like well it maybe it would be, be a comfort yeah if, if it that's was all like you a knew thing. and he's like well what if you discovered something better mm. and then he talks about a fairy that used to be there when he was a boy, lit up like a floating birthday cake. She was like, my husband said that exact same thing to me right here. Where is your husband? I don't know. Until he leaves. And he was like, I or, met my wife here. Mm-hmm. She's like, okay. All right, weird. All right. So now John has found Avenue C and Neptune's kingdom. Yes. And uh, this Emma is goes where... to see May. Yes. And finds her all carved up. Oh, yeah, because Mr. Mr. Hand took care of her. Right. He was like, leave me. And um, Bumstead's there. Yeah, like, he's already. been following her. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carl. John makes John it to Uncle Carl's. Neptune's talks to Uncle Carl, and they talk about how he was brought up at Shell Beach. But Carl also doesn't remember how to get doesn't there. know how to get there. And um, he tells him his parents died when their house burned down and that the uncle looked after him. Right. He <clears> sees <throat> that doodle book and then he's like, wait a minute. What's that? Oh, he's looking at photos. Right. And there's, there's a big the, old scar on his arm, on John's arm. And as he's a like, kid. what's that? He's like, you burned your arm in the fire, but he doesn't have a scar. Nope. He shows him his arm. These are all no lies. Scar. Yep. And Bumstead asks, she's back. He's back with Emma. Um, and she says her husband told her that he was there. Oh, why he was at May's right. because her husband went there to see what he was capable of. Right. Stop, girl. Shh. Stop talking to the cops. I know. She's <clears> just don't tell them your husband came to see her letting to see it if he would kill her and like now she's dead. No big deal. Never mm. talk to the cops on this planet <laughs> or any or other. any planet. <laughs> And she hears some scribbling sounds and she finds the little girl right. under the bed. Oh, shit. So she's like hugging on her like, oh, she saw what happened here. And she has a drawing. Oh, and on the The drawing, strangers killing her mom. Her mom. And so now that Bumstead. weird conversation about the accordion. Right. Bumstead takes Emma home again. Uh-huh. And she notices the accordion in the back of the car. And he's like, it was a gift for my mother. She died recently. Um. Uh, he can't remember when he got it, when Mm-mm. she gave it to him. Like, what was the occasion? Because it's mm-hmm. like his most prized possession. Yes. And uh, he's like, why? How could I forget something like that? And he asks her if she thinks about the past much. And right. she's like, what is happening? And he meanwhile, goes, I don't know if I know anymore. Right. Uh, John is at Carl's and he's like, is that clock right? He's like, is that a.m. or p.m.? Right. And he's like, wait. But it's been dark. Like, I've been up for like, hours how did I miss and it's never day? been the day. Right. 
And the uncle's just like, oh, okay. And in this part, like, I thought tired. the uncle was like on the strangers. I remember yes, thinking like the I uncle was the in uncle, on it too. Yeah, I did too. But I guess he was just because he was just gonna, trying to because he thought he was having a psychotic break or whatever. Right, he was going to call Emma. So he's looking through his childhood things, finds that scrapbook from the beach, but it's just blank it's pages. Blank, yeah, and he's like, uh, Emma comes home to the phone ringing. It's Carl saying he's here. He's acting weird. Um, John catches him on the phone. And uh, Mr. Hand is outside of the window hearing Emma and Bumstead. And he's like, what? We're already 55 minutes in. And oh, I've got do another one? pages. I've I got like too. three pages of notes left. That second bit went by fast. It did. Wow. So, well, yeah, I don't know. we well, go let's... visit Uncle Carl, I don't know. Oh, yeah, we were already at Carl, so. You know what? Yeah, we might have to because there's still kind of a lot. And then I've we got, go. we've got yearbook signings at the end, too, so. We might have to. Man, you guys are going to wow. be another double breaker. We did what? one last this week, right? Yes, we did. Ooh. You all getting a lot on the shortest month of the year. You're going to get the longest episodes of the year <laughs> in the shortest month of the year. <laughs> So we will be right back. Okay. And we're back. We're back again. And the phone rings at Emma's house. Right. And Uncle Carl's like, he's here. He's acting strange. And she's weird. like, keep him there. Mm-hmm. And John hears him on the phone and is like, Psh, oh, I'm out of here. And Mr. Hand hears him outside the window. Uncle Carl, yes. Mm, he remembers. And now they all head over to Carl's. John sees him coming for him, and the stair they make the stairs get long. Oh, as he yeah. tries, it's like it's every like, nightmare. Oh, I know. It's crazy. It's crazy. And he gets to the roof, and all the buildings are changing again, and he starts jumping across mm-hmm. because these are only three-foot jumps because these fucking buildings are so close I together. Know. <laughs> There's only sh- small gaps. And, Mr. and these are the ones, I assume, these are the rooftops that they used in The Matrix. Probably. Or the set pieces or whatever. Yeah, I don't think I looked up specifically. These were good running rooftops. That's what they were made for. They sure were. So Mr. uh, Hand pops up in front of him and tries mm -hmm. to slash him. Oh, but no. And John confronts him. He wants to know, like, what the fuck, dude? What's happening here? He straddles him, holds a knife to his head, and Hand tells him that they fashioned the city on stolen memories. Mm -hmm. They built the city on stolen memories, not rock and roll. City on stolen memories. Yes. (laughs) And they do it to learn what makes you human so we can be like you. Because we need to be like you. We use your dead as vessels. We use your dead as vessels. And like, do they actually say why they need to be like us? I think that the doc says at some point, like, they're dying. Oh, right, right, that right. they're right. all dying. And they think and that they having the soul will revamp their... That if they their... can figure out that they could join with... Well, because all they need is just one person. Because later on, they're like, well, we don't need the rest. Right. They can get rid of everybody like, else. Like, all they need to do is just join everybody, that whole hive mind with his With one, one person who's got a soul, apparently. Right. But, like, I, that's, that doesn't make sense. I, I don't bit, know. It okay. doesn't make sense. I mean, none of this does. I... <laughs> I don't think it really happened. No, I hey, I have some questions about whether this is based on a real I story. I have a couple questions about the validity <laughs> of this story. <laughs> and so he gets away. He falls as the roof's growing, and he grabs onto a fire escape. Oh right! And then like the building comes closer, and it's about to crush squished. him. And then here comes this kid with the little fucking dagger, and like. John opens the door to nothing and he's hanging there and like the little Mr. He fucking bites, bites his, his knuckles. Oh no! And he grabs another rising oh, chimney and escapes. Escapes on a passing chimney. 
And time restarts, and Emma and the inspector are back on their way. Right. Like, John's still escaping. But Mr. now Han. Mr. Hand's got him cornered. Right. They're converging on Neptune's kingdom, and Bumstead slides in, like, Woo! get in. Just in the neck. Right. He's like, too fast, too furious. <laughs> and he sees the strangers <laughs> the, from the drawing, like, oh, shit. Right. Like, real. oh, I seen it. And they narrowly escape Mr. Hand. And uh, oh, this is like Mr. Hand, like, uh, I keep thinking they're fast, fast times. I know. I know. He's going to eat and our And it's pizza. even a bald old man. Right. He's grumpy. <laughs> Weird. It totally goes That's together. why they called him that. I have no way of knowing that's true, no. but it is. So the inspector <laughs> is now, he's taking John back and he's showing him the pictures of these bodies. Right. And he's interrogating him and he doesn't know what the fuck. And now his Shell Beach scrapbook is full of drawings he's that like, weren't what the in fuck it before. Is this now? And he's like, look, I'm trying to make sense of this. And John's like, well, I, I can't help too. you. <laughs> I don't know. Right. Like, I, I'm i not playing. By the way, you heard of Shell Beach? Right. And he's like, yeah, I've heard of it. And again, tell me how to get there. Bumstead can't do it. He doesn't know. When's the last time you remember doing something during the day? Like, not like a memory, a past memory or something like yesterday, like yesterday. or last week or something. And he's like, I don't think the sun even exists here. Nope. So now they're doing something to all of us. Now Bum says, like, shut the fuck up. I don't want to hear it. Nope. nope. Zip. John makes the scrapbook float with his mind. Oh, what's this then? Huh? Explain it's this. Like, I don't know. Sucker. Sucker. How do you? Use your rational thinking on this. He's got the free on womp womps. And they arrest him for, I guess. I guess. And I doing the thing with his mind. I don't get either. Like, come on. Come on, Bumstead. Because they're just going to hold him there? Until he until maybe he can go to keep play him his safe from the strangers. Yeah, that too. Yeah, because he lets him out. Oop, yeah. Oop, we're not there. Yet. Well, yeah, yeah. Anyhow, she comes to see him, and they do that little oh, hand the to the glass. She apologizes for hurting him. He's like, "No, I, I don't think you did anything. I don't think that happened. I don't even think we're married, that or that we've ever met to before." Remember this, but you none of it happened. None of it's real. And he's like, "I think the first time we met was the other day." Well, but you can't fake. I love you. Something like love. No. I remember meeting you. Vivid. You can't. Oh, and he's like, womp, 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 smash. And he spoons the glass. <laughs> <laughs> there is no spoon. <laughs> it shatters everywhere. And they and have they a romantic can. kiss. <gasps> and later, or later, next scene, Bumstead's informed of Walensky's suicide. We don't know when I it don't is. know. I don't know how many times we've puned. And he's informed, Bumstead's informed of Walensky's suicide and that oh, the chief like, wants to see him. By the way. Chief wants to see you. Your buddy's dead. And shoes are untied. Yeah. <laughs> Loser. <laughs> Nothing is coming up Millhouse today. No. His cuffs and his ankles are wet. And the strangers come and put, put everyone to sleep. Yep. And they go to the chief. But Bumstead has already let John out. Right. He does not gone to see the chief like he's supposed to. Mr. Hand is pissed. He said, what? He said, do not order a pizza to my classroom. <laughs> What? And they go, Do not waste our time. The doctor is back at the public pool. Yep, taking a swim. John finds him there. Yep. And he explains that he hangs out here because they have an aversion to water. Which, again, that it I, never explains. They're fucking jellyfish in there. I, Why do they have an aversion to water? Do they not? Oh, no. The water made them grow in the faculty. Mm-hmm. It got bigger in the water. And it never shows the water do anything to them. It just says they have an aversion mm, to it. It doesn't no. say it hurts them or they can't tolerate it it's just they have an aversion yeah they uh, you could call it a phobia they're a dry people (laughs) (laughs) they're a dry (laughs) they're a dry people they're a dry species (laughs) 
<laughs> okay. They don't like wet. But then why? Why does they look? They're like Ben why Shapiro's does they look wife. Wet then Nicole, <laughs> explain that. It's a Ben Shapiro's wife of a species. Paper <laughs> dry. Like the Sahara. Like the Sahara. Just like watching a uh, fucking Chris Sarandon and Amanda Bears. <laughs> Get down dry. Don't let Liana hear you. Dry. She knows. She was not dry. She was not, <laughs> but I was. Yes. <laughs> so was I. And so, so was Samantha. Bear. Yes, she sure was. <laughs> she is a great actress because she sure, is. she sure fooled me. No, she wasn't fooling anybody. Well, no, I mean, like, she she played it that she really was into that, oh, that fucking dance it. scene. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. She wasn't delivering the sex. Nobody no, was. No. Nobody wanted it. No. I didn't want it. Anyhow. So he wants to know, John wants to know who are who they are and what do they want from him. Well, you're the yeah. subject of their experiment. Yeah. And we he's all like, are. But I don't have time for that, so I'm going to pull a gun on you. Oh, well, I have everything you need to know in the syringe. You just need to inject yourself. Well, okay. Like, you're going to pull a gun on me, fine. But all he has to do is, like, he's going to get winded trying to pull the trigger. Like, right? He can't pull the hammer back. I know. Without taking a break. <laughs> and so he swears this is all the answers you've been looking for. And yeah, he's just, like, I'm just going to hold on to this. you got to put this in your head. But we're just going to go to Shell Beach instead. Yeah, that's where we're going to go. So Bumstead helps him find the truth. Yes, he just wants to know the truth. And the doctor's like, there's nothing at the end of this map. Yeah. I'm not going there. I've been there. I'm I not taking you. There. And you're like, I... yeah, I'm going to tune your fucking head, bitch. Yep. There used to be a bridge here, but not now. So they get a boat. Yep. And the doc tries to run off, but John tackles him. <laughs> tries to run. He wasn't going to get Daniel. Far. Daniel. Who's da Oh, Daniel the doctor. <laughs> I'm like, who's Daniel? <laughs> Damn, Daniel. Where are you going? Daniel Schreiber. Where are you going? You Dr. can't run. Dr. Daniel Schreiber. You're leg disabled. <laughs> Where were you going? They're disabled. <laughs> leg disabled. I'm leg disabled. And so um, he gets tackled. Now he's more disabled. And <laughs> he's even more disabled than before. <laughs> than before. <laughs> Emma comes home to find the apartment empty, but the stranger's there. Oh, we'll have more pretty things for you, Anna. Oh, yeah. <gasps> now she's going to be Anna yep. soon. <laughs> but he has another use for her first. Right. First, we got to go down to Dark City. And the doctor's explaining to John and the inspector that first there was darkness. Right. Then came the strangers. They abducted us and brought us here. The so, city and everyone in it is their experiment. So if there was darkness before they got there, that's weird. Like, or the, that's all. Well, I, I don't know. I don't. Whatever. It sounds good. It's, it's dark, dark city. city. <laughs> <laughs> good. We agree. <laughs> yes. And they mix and match memories trying to divine what makes us human mm -hmm. and to find out if they're more than the mere sum of their memories. This is where he says their race is on the brink of extinction. Okay. And he says, you've had dozens of lives before. Mm -hmm. You just woke up during this one. Right. It just so happens. And that it's our souls that make us different. They mm -hmm. share one group mind and memory and their race is on the brink right. of extinction. And somehow you've developed the ability to fume. <laughs> <laughs> nice jinx the machines under the surface allow them to focus their telepathic energies mm -hmm. and they block the sun because they're sensitive to light so like right. they're responsible gremlins city. right they purposely keep the water and light away on their own nobody See, has to this do that is would have been a great place for mogwais yeah 
perfect. That's the that's the ones they should have abducted mm-hmm. and taken to no Dark water, City. no sun. They'll be good to go. Yeah, they'd be happy as hell. And he explains to him that he was never a boy in this place. Mm-mm. All of it's a fabrication. Right. We but he doesn't where remember where they came from. He's like, we don't know where we're from. Uh, nobody remembers that. And now they're there. There's nothing. They've come to the very end of the line. And they open the door. And it's a, a wall painted with the Shell Beach billboard. Right. And there's nothing beyond the city. But nothing at all. there's conveniently some sledgehammers nearby. Yeah, that's good because we're going to smash. And they sure do. They and they smash, smash straight into open space. Oh, it's fucking space. Whoops. We didn't know this was a space movie. It turns Nobody out informed space. us. Right? Hey, guys, we're still in space. We Aliens. We did space and now we're back in space again. Oh, yeah. We're doing a lot of space We like lately. to be in space. We do. Even though we are never going to space. No. No, I'm never going. This is as close to space as I'm ever. That's why we like these movies. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's why we're not going to space. Space scares me. And the strangers arrive and tell him, now you know the truth. Right. There's a struggle and like Bumstead and a stranger fly out of the hole. And then that's the end of Bumstead. He's just frozen in space. And like as he's flipping through space, he goes up and over and he can see the whole city, the whole city. And it's like a giant spacecraft on top of a machine Mm -hmm, in like a force field right and that yeah like he passes through the Mm -hmm. thing and off he goes and he dead oh yeah he he (laughs) that's the end of it he had a very unceremonious death he's just like quiet out for a very intense man yes isn't he is he not he's really dead isn't he william hurt yeah don't know i think everybody over 70 is dead so i have no idea or just john hurt's dead just John Hurtstead. William Hurtstead. Okay. Oh, okay, good. Okay, good. He's <laughs> a really good actor. And Mr. Hand's like, I know you still care about your wife, even though you don't know her. Right. And so he's got her hostage, and he mm-hmm. makes him let the sleep spell work right. on him. He was like, surrender. You must sleep now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. oh he is dead? Oh, William Hurt is dead? Oh, just oh. died last oh, year. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, well, that's a shame. Bumsteader. Oh, bu- <laughs> that's a real bumstead. <laughs> <laughs> The disrespect. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh, was he was he? an asshole? Oh, okay, okay, never mind. Not, what a bumstead. Maybe not a bumstead at all. Well, oh, okay. we don't know. So He was still a pretty good actor. He was. <laughs> and so they bring Murdoch to their underground place and they put him on the wheel. <laughs> I put, put me on the wheel. I want you to put me on the wheel, wheel. bitch. I put that <laughs> shit in these fucking notes. You don't want Snakey. You know I want Snakey. Oh, you don't want Snakey. Oh, bring me the hose. <laughs> <laughs> you guys know that reference? If you know that reference, send us oh, a message. We seen him. Mm-hmm. We that? saw him live. Yes, yes. so good. Okay, so <laughs> uh, put him on the wheel. And the doctor was right. He has evolved. Mr. Sleep's like, kill him. And they all start chanting. Kill him. him. Everyone starts to holler. Mr. Book thinks that they can learn from him. They found what they want. Mm -hmm. He can lead us to what we seek. The soul. Time to move into a final phase. So now they bring the doc in on this little dolly. Like, like they the, made him a little dolly, like, like a wheel dolly. To, that was so weird. A little thing. That was a strange <laughs> contraption. It was like yes. the cone of shame, but like. <laughs> it was like they gave Hannibal Lecter free reign. Like, okay, right? you can walk it's around, like, okay. but you got to be in the Hannibal Lecter cage. Get a little bit of movement, mm-hmm. but not a lot. 
And so they give him his syringe and they've got him out in his rolling cage. And Mr. <laughs> Book says, shut it down. Shut it down forever. And the doc approaches and tells John, look, they want to imprint you with their collective memories mm-hmm. to make them one of you or make you one of them and share soul. your soul. But he's I'm got that other one. Else. I got a little something, something else. Something, something else. My, My pocket, pocket little, little switcheroo. So he gives him the shot in the brain. And these memories, it's still the Shell Beach memories. But this time it's full of the uh, doctor. The doc is in there telling him what he needs to know. And like Mr. Miyagiing his tuning. <laughs> his pu- his <laughs> tuning through puberty. He's tuning. And My he uni. teaches him to use his mind power. Right. And John sits up. You got to do it now. And the wheel just melts off of him. And he throws him all back with his mind. He's like, I'm going to fume these motherfuckers. He breaks the doc out of his rolling cage. But Mr. Book is also pretty powerful. And they have a balloon off. Yes, they do. They get in a ballooning war. Fucking shit up. And they're like, floors opening up. Strangers flying everywhere. They got shit busting up. They float and fly up above Spikes coming out of the for everything chow, chow. there's like lightning and shit yeah energy balls Ooh. going everything's crumbling and this it's energy ball crazy. explodes yeah. and strangers like, just go flying sucked up in there shit's crazy and now they're like continuing to fight and uh mr. john book, flies up mr book they're like facing off in the air right. in the sky and he's like whoosh, whoosh, throws his dagger whoosh. John then, stops, like, it, with stops his mind. it with his mind and like flips it around and, like right into Book's throat, right in his neck. And the way he spins all and around, like, oh. crashes into that water tower thing, which I assume is full of memory juices because they don't I like water. It was water, but they don't like water. So I was thinking well, maybe, maybe that's, that's where they kept the it? memory tank. Because like, the memories were all liquid. Oh, that's true, too. But, I don't but know. why would they have it in a big old mixing ball, man? I felt like that was the water, and maybe. Maybe that because he went through it. Because there has to be water for humans to live. There had to have been water well, that's why at they some had point. It because like, they're aversion to it, but they had to have it around mm-hmm. because humans need it to live. And so then the creature that Book is crawls out and dies. <laughs> I, is it because he got fucked up or is it because he got like put in the water tank? I don't know. Because maybe he got like all irritated because he got wet. Maybe. Because it never says they can't get wet. Right. I don't know. I don't know. It's always after midnight there, though. Oh, at midnight is when they do oh, their thing. Oh, it's so oh, a Gremlins shit. movie. It is. Another Gremlins connection. Midnight, water, oh. no sun. Hmm. Interesting. So John comes back back down and talks to the doctor, and he tells him he controls their machines now and that Emma is not Emma anymore. Right. She's like, that's what he wants to be like, take me to my wife. He's and like, he's no, like, she's, nah. She's not her and anymore. We can't, she's been re We can't give her memories. The facility is destroyed. Right. So you can change whatever you want, though, now. So get to wishing. <laughs> yeah, it's like never ending story now. Wow. He we're just bringing it all back, back together. And so he restarts the machine, gets the water flowing out the sides of this big city right, ship. Right, it like fills in the ocean, and uh, he like... Blinks a big beach into existence and a right. dock. Yes, he's like, make it, it's like a pier with a lighthouse. And that is where Mr. Hand has been waiting for him. He's dying. Mm-hmm. Oh, before that, though, like, what's it? Emma wakes up in a box office. Yeah, she works at the movies. And she takes the bus and she Uncle sees Carl, Carl gives and, like, her they don't seat. know each other. Yep. 
Uh, the doc is watching with his one eye. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is when he goes down, makes the pier at the lighthouse, sees Mr. Han. Um, the imprint doesn't agree with them. And he tells he wanted him to know. Yeah. What it was like. To, to be human. Yeah. And you're looking in the wrong place. Right. You found it. It's not in the mind. It's looking in the wrong place. And then. He makes the sun rise. Yeah, he like turns the, the whole time. city to the sun, which like the speed at which he turned <laughs> this city to the sun. What? <laughs> I wanted to say like, was there not some sort of huge weird thing happening to the people well, on the surface a, during that time? I don't know what it. Like, I feel like there's at least an earthquake, and he just filled it with water. Is there not going to be fucking waves coming up? You just flipped it upside down, right? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it was a gravitas thing. So he opens the door and somehow it's bright as fuck. Little Miss Emma Anna doing the same has already found the pier that didn't exist in the memory she was implanted with. But that seems like the place to go. But like, how'd she know it was there? I don't know. That doesn't make any sense to me either. But this is the same shot from. uh, Oh, fuck. What's that movie called? Oh, fuck, fuck, fuck. I don't know. Jared Leto. Requiem for a Dream. That's the one. Oh, there's three movies, I guess. House of Sand and Fog. Patrick from Vintage Video said this this is part of a three movie set where she her final scenes on a dock. Yeah. Yeah. But this one, that's the only other one I've seen. I haven't seen House of Sand and Fog, I don't think. I haven't either. But anyhow, he goes down to the end of pier the end of the pier to meet her for the first time. And he asks her about Shell Beach and she's like, I think that's it right over there. It's right over there, but I'm headed there now. You want to join me? And so he does. And he keeps the name John Murdoch because he doesn't. Why not? Why not? Her name is Anna, by the way, and he's John. John Murdoch. Yes. And off they go. And so now, do you think she's already like, hmm, like she already knows him? And see, and I wonder that too, if maybe at some point they originally did know each other, but how would they know? Because they've been through a dozen lives. So like maybe they were they a couple. They keep finding each other. And I would really love to know the backstory to where they got these people from. Right. The and this whole process. Of, dark, yeah. Dark City, where the strangers came from and why they yes. took people. I would love that. Not from Earth though. That'd be weird if they came from somewhere else. Right? Where else would you get humans from if not from Earth? I'm not sure. I don't know. They got to be sprinkled around the galaxy. But yes, we love this movie. If you haven't seen this movie, you should Liana. go watch it. Liana. <laughs> can't believe you haven't seen Dark City. So good. So we have an Apple review from Jeff Johnson 26. Rock me, Doom Jen. From comedy classics like Weekend at Bernie's to Oscar fare like Amadeus, you can count on the damsels of doom to provide excellent commentary, witty banter, and plenty of laughs. Tessa and Nicole are the cool clique you want to sit with at lunch and talk movies with. Like them, follow them, subscribe to them. To not do so means being left out on one of the coolest podcasts out there. Well, thanks. Dang, Jeff. Thank you. Okay. And we have a voicemail. All Let right. me see if we can get it to play <laughs> where you guys can hear it. Hold on just a second. Doom Gen Pod. Tessa, Nicole, and uh, maybe Kim. And maybe uh, whoever else. Uh, just want to shout out and let you guys know that uh, I listen to you almost, almost every week. I'm uh, slightly older than you guys, and I'm kind of surprised sometimes at the stuff that I never heard of like i mean 
I heard of Monster Squad, but it just wasn't a thing up here in Seattle. And uh, Freeway, didn't know anything about it. Um, so I uh, appreciate you guys getting me caught up on stuff that I probably should know about. Did I say who this is? Don't worry about it. Bye. <laughs> So to the stranger from Seattle. Secret in Seattle. Yes. Thank you for your anonymous voicemail. And if you want to leave a voicemail. You can. 702-720-DOOM or 702-720-3666. You can leave it as yourself. You can leave it anonymously. You can leave it as a character. You can ask a question. You can be mean. You can be nice. We don't care. We don't Funny. Care. Boring. doesn't matter. We will play it on the show. Um, and I think... That is it this week. But we've gone plenty of time. I think that is it. I know. I'm like, we're not running short. So (laughs) you got plenty. You want more? You're going to have to wait until next time. And until then, later, later, doomers. doomers.